Now call me Maxine. <laughs> All right, we're here with Maxine. <laughs> Maxine, the producer. How you doing, Max? Yes, yeah, yeah, the producer will be here today. Yes, Maxine, the producer. Yeah, y'all and right. Saucy cannot join us because you got to do homework. Well, yeah. uh, ready for that big step? For that big step. Like okay. college? Yo, so I am one law student alongside Dave Williams. Formerly known as Maxine. Yeah. With us today, we're happy to have her. Yeah, and today for this conversation, we are here, life after Kavanaugh. <laughs> well, like I think, I think the overall thing that I want to kind of talk about is the culture war. And I think we all kind of agreed yeah. about, you know, like. Let me kind of preface what I'm about to say with, okay, so all three of us can agree that we hate Kavanaugh and thought it was a bad thing. Yeah. Right? But um, in in talking about this with different people, some of the like, yeah, BTS behind the scenes conversations we had and shit, kind of talking about the Kavanaugh thing, um, I had a thought where it's like we we all were disappointed with the way he handled the accusation, and aside from the fact that he was credibly accused and all that kind of stuff, um, the reverse question uh, that I think is kind of interesting to discuss, like what do, like a like, okay, so we know that he could have handled it better in in terms of being more gracious about it. But but how do you think? Like my theory is that, and I've heard other people say this too, that had he been, had he tried to be gracious and and try to take her feelings into account and take some responsibility for it, I think I don't think that the Republican Party would have had the license to to back him up the way right like 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 do i think like do i honestly think that had he come out and been like you know what i forgot i drank a lot maybe i did do something like that you know and if that's how she feels i'm sorry and you know and you know i i can't say personally that i can speak to that because i have no recollection of that but that is um that is in line with the way i behaved at that time and i'm ashamed of my behavior at that had he said that would would uh, Lindsey Graham be able to come out and bang his fist and go, this is an outrage and a disgrace and oh and and your dick is cherry flavored and like <laughs> like they wouldn't have been able able to do all that and defend them in the same way. So in a lot of ways, wasn't he kind of just forced to just keep going with the bullshit and just hope okay, let me just kind of like weather the storm. Like I'm I'm curious what you guys think would have happened. Had he been like, all right, yeah, I was a dick, you know, like, I'm a piece of shit, like, you know, like, uh, all right, so, last thing, I guess, like, the R. Kelly thing, right, there's, oh, there's, right, <laughs> well, <laughs> there's some back and forth. That nigga better move. Or, <laughs> or, or, yeah, because his ex-wife is going everywhere and now talking about their relationship. Yeah, yeah, and that's a whole, like, another thing, right, but, like, there's, like, so, if R. Kelly or Bill Cosby or, like, a Woody Allen, right, comes out and goes, you know what? I did to do some shady shit in the past, and you know I'm trying to grow as a person. What do you do as a Bill Cosby defender? You know, like how do you defend Bill Cosby when he himself comes out and goes, yeah, well I did do some shady stuff in my past, and I'm working on growing as a person, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right? So doesn't that kind of take the power of the people to def- 
to defend you away. And so, you know, what happens? I don't know. But even with Bill Cosby, he's just an entertainer. He's not here to be moral and just and uphold mm. the laws of the land. Mm -hmm. That's why the Supreme Court is not supposed to take any political sides. It's right. supposed to be bipartisan and fair and equal, and that's why your character is so important. Mm. I think Kavanaugh definitely did what Dr. Christine Blase Ford and the other women accused him of, but I also think that... I'm not sure if you can say definitely. But. That's right. You're right. You can't... <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> that's, not, that's not all the way fair. That's a little bit of my feminist spin. I will, I will be honest with that. You can't, you know, you can't go after him just because of that. But uh, all I think of, you can, but the word definitely. Yeah, is it's like, just, you know, it's so plausible. Everything put together. Well, I mean, I mean, you could say there's a fact pattern, and that the fact pattern kind of speaks true to what, like, like for me, the one part that that like, okay, so we can't prove the action, but what? But like, were some of his attitudes in line, or did did his attitude and his personality kind of corroborate the type of person that would do that? Now, the type of person, like, now, I couldn't imagine being called. I couldn't imagine the pressure of being called in front of, you know, what was it like, twenty one, twenty two senators, right, to answer questions right, and right. stuff, and have. 10 or 11 of them grilling me, the Democratic right. side, and to have a sitting senator. Because it's a job in a sitting, Yeah, a sitting member of the U.S. Right, you can't, you can't even imagine the last shitty job interview you were on. Yeah. And think of, think of your shitty $40,000 a year job and your <laughs> shitty job interview and that guy asking you annoying fucking questions. Oh, why, how did you, why did you apply? Because I want money to pay my bills, asshole. Right. Like, 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 interesting. right, you, did, you didn't spaz out on your asshole boss when he was interviewing you, asking you dumb asshole questions, right? You didn't do that because you had, you had better composure than a Supreme Court senator, uh, senator, Supreme Court justice, right? Uh, so you're sitting there, not only is it a job interview, but you're sitting across from U.S. goddamn senators, and one of the main questions concerning this whole situation is alcoholism and drinking, and you yourself said that you drank a lot. Dr. Ford said you drank a lot. Your friends said you drank a lot, and the other person in the room, Mark Judge, wrote a book about how in his high school years he drank a lot, oftentimes to excess and blacking out. It so, was even written on his calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? <laughs> We're lifting he just beer, okay? With PJ and Ski. <laughs> yo, yo, shout out to Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matt Damon definitely yo, killed that. Murdered it. Make the smallest mouth anyone's ever seen. All right, so. Look, even if you don't believe any of this woman, at the end of the day, it was an interview for a job. Yeah. And he does not have the temperament to be on the Supreme Court. He yeah. displayed that in... His hearings, and he he displayed being a crazy conspiracy theorist, and it's all the Clinton Foundation and George Soros and Netflix and the Jews, and they're all working together to pay forward. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the Muslims and the atheists; they're all in on it too. Because I don't know why not. And we don't like them. Yeah, they think she's yeah. just a paid actor. Yeah, yeah, a paid Louis actor. Farrakhan paid. Right? I know, right? Louis Farrakhan and Magic Farrakhan. Johnson. Yeah, right. It, so, so like. Once you're kind of veering off there, and to kind of 
bookend that point I was making to not only uh, have an attitude, but to scream at a senator. Like, like, Drink beer? Right, but like, it's like, think about power dynamics. If, if not only physically, the senators are, have this thing where they're sitting up on this like 20-foot podium stage thing, and there's already a physical kind of, uh, kind of presence thing that happens where you're sitting at a regular table and they're just 20 feet up in the air. But if that's, if that's how you feel comfortable speaking to a U.S. senator on a job interview in front of America, and should, should I forget the fact that she was a woman? Did, did Kavanaugh speak that spicy to men? Or did he display there a bit of abusive kind of attitude towards women? And maybe he felt a little agitated that a woman dare have the nerve to kind of bug him and keep pestering him. Because I don't, I, I, I didn't see any, uh, granted, I watched Ford's testimony. I didn't watch all of Kavanaugh's testimony, to be right. fair. I didn't see any clips of him yelling at Cory Booker that way. I didn't see any clips of him yelling at Chris Coons that way, all Democrats. I didn't see, but I saw a woman ask him a question, and I saw him not hold his temper and lose his fucking shit. So if that's how he acts to someone who's in power as a sitting U.S. senator, what is his concept of power dynamics like with someone who has no power? Where's his empathy? Where is his mindset at? You can talk to a senator like that, then... So I, that, to me... Just like that statement alone kind of disqualifies him. My favorite quote um, I heard from uh, uh, Cornell West was like, an unexamined life is not worth living. And I yes. think to answer your question... I, I got bad news for you, man. I'm like 85% sure that's Einstein. That, oh, well, I heard it from him. And he yeah. yeah. It was one of the lectures that he brought up. It was very... It was very, it, it was, it was very nice. It was the best quote I've heard in my life. Um, yeah, but, the best. Uh, the, the Trust quote. me, I have the best quotes, believe me. Believe me. I have the best. But I I think if Brett, Brett would have, you know, admitted, like, listen, I might have done that in the past, and uh, I don't recall everything because I was a heavy drinker, I think the public would have, you know, the narrative would have changed, and he would have uh, eventually got in. But it, it would have it been much... A better pill to swallow because now, now all you see is this meme. Like his last name is a meme. Yeah, and there's the perjury thing. He lied. He, and lied, he lied up lied, and down. Right. He lied up and down about drinking to the point where his old high school buddies had to come out and write op-eds like, "Nah, he exactly, drank a lot." Exactly. Everybody came out against him. Yeah, right. Like, so now you fucking have- Elaine came out against him. Elaine came from Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, Yale yeah, Law yeah, came yeah. out against him. Yeah, and now Yale? he's not allowed to teach at Harvard for the winter oh, semester. Wow, wow, they kicked wow. him off. Yeah, yeah, he said that he's not going to go, but everybody at Harvard Law signed uh, like a petition saying, we don't want him here. Yeah. So he essentially got fired from that because of this. But, I mean, well, once, he got, he got, once you he got heard that Senator thing. Lindsey Graham said that it doesn't matter if he's going to get nominated yeah. because we'll just re-nominate him, it does, they don't care. They yeah, want their know. guy up there. Because that's who they have been training from They've the beginning. They've been grooming him from day. Yeah, David Brock uh, uh, yeah. wrote the article about that. I think I mentioned that. That yeah, that that. Sweet. Yeah, from from day one, he's he's been groomed up, and this is their boy, and this is, you know, it's like I was watching. Damn it, Coffee. I was watching a <laughs> uh, uh, morning Joe. They had Republican Senator John Kennedy, I think, from Louisiana, on, and um, 
he was talking about or how tigers. Apparently, this whole rape fiasco thing. You know, he he decided to uh, speak to some of his friends who happen to be women, which is, I guess, how sexists describe women, just like female friends. <laughs> trust me I, I, I have female friends too they just happen to, 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 to. I'm not racist I have, That's a, a, I have yeah. black friends we play basketball yeah I have friends who happen well, to be black isn't it Ted Cruz who's not allowed to eat with other women even if he dines with them no that's Mike Pence oh it's Mike Pence yeah um, yeah there, there's nothing that job right but, yeah. but oh that speaks volumes to some that's true. That's an, that, that's, that's, that's a vice president. That's He's an, not allowed to sit down. That's an insult to nut jobs. I apologize. Mental health is no joke. His problem is in mental health. His problem is he's a dumb fuck, right? Um, so, uh, like, yeah. He can't control himself. Yeah. Well, well, that was kind of the subtext. Apparently, oh, I, I had a problem with drinking or some shit. I don't know. I'm Jesus not going into Christ. that. Whatever. That's that's your personal, you know. That's a one moment. Yeah, right? But, um, yeah. So, it's, you know, it's. It's uh, it's really, really concerning. It's, for me. I forgot the point I was gonna make. It's all right because you know we, the the Republicans, they find a way. Yeah, they were gonna happen. get him through oh, regardless. Oh, right. So the point I was gonna make was about Chris Coons. He was talking about how he spoke to some of his female friends, or uh, friends who happen to be women, whatever the fuck that means, and um, the, he asked about this whole sexual harassment thing, and apparently she was like, uh, yeah asshole <laughs> like it happens all the time everywhere and yeah. made some type of joke and she was like oh what planet did you parachute parachute from parachute yeah that's funny <laughs> Freddie Freudian slip right uh, <laughs> shithead but like yeah it's like these people don't see women as real people they don't value their opinions they don't value their thoughts they don't value their problems this guy looked like he was well into his 70s and had no idea that women were dealing with sexual harassment and sexual assault. How out of touch. And and he said this like like it was endearing. He was trying to say this like, see, I care. I spoke to a woman. Apparently you guys are mad about sexual assault. Go figure. And the most telling part for me, this was the morning before the vote, like 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Um, he goes, you know, and he wraps up this point by going, well, you know, I think we all, uh, as a nation, learned a lot from this exercise. Mm. And, you know, I hope we can all move on. So, in other words, yeah, it was cute. We gave you time to bitch and moan and do your feminist, liberal complaining, and you got your time on TV to be annoying. Now we're going to go ahead and do what we were going to do any fucking way. It was an exercise. It was a routine. It was a practice. It was a skirmish. Okay? You know, you don't even wear the, the real jerseys. It's, it's fucking That's pennies. what the FBI investigation was for. Yeah. They didn't even talk to Dr. Christine Vase Ford until wow. Wednesday. Mm -hmm. uh, they were going to confirm him, the yeah. hearing, on Friday. Yeah. So you have two days. Everybody came out and said that the FBI investigation was a sham. Yeah. It was just a total joke to shut America up and tell everybody on the left, oh, look, we're looking into it, and it's kind of ease your concerns. But you know what? Guess what? Women are minorities, and this is our wake-up call, white women. Because you are the reason he now sits in that place. Because you elected Donald Trump. 53% of white women voted for Donald Trump. I am disappointed in all of you. Right. I say that as a sexual assault survivor and a white woman. Right. 
This is your fault. Men do not value you. That is why every time one of these senators fucks up, they have to roll along their wife because women, white women, those kind of white women, have been taught that they are responsible for the fuck-ups of men. And so to humanize them, their wife has to degradingly sit next to them mm, inside right. while they probably don't want to be there. But guess what? They have to fucking show up. And never speak. Never, because you're not to be known. I've been told my whole mm-hmm. life, you should be seen but not heard. Yeah, and and the best is best and worst is is looking at Kavanaugh's wife the entire time at the hearing. Look at her face. Right, with stone. Yeah, if her face wasn't stony, it was anguished. It was the entire time, and through all of these and the Fox News interviews that he awkwardly did right before the hearing, you don't get to hear her point of view. You don't get to hear her come out and support her husband. She's just there. It's like it's like it's always sunny. You're just there to. Humanize me, soften me. You're a prize. Look, I was able, to, I was able to get you acquire a woman of value because she's pretty or she's this or that, and that's just it. And that's why rape culture is the way it is. When you're raped and you tell someone, the first thing they say is, "What were you wearing? What were you drinking? Where were you? Were you alone?" That is why Dr. Christina Blasey Ford did not come forward because she knew that she was 15 years old and she had one beer and she was around a bunch of men. Guess what? The first thing those parents say is, were you drinking? Were you yeah. alone? It is your own fault. You're supposed to know better. So I can't go out in a dress and have a beer underage, even though they're older and they're drinking and they're blackout drunk and they can get away with everything. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I understand your point entirely, right? But, like, the notion that, and, like, even though she had one beer, right? And, and we all have to debate and fight over the beer. Did she have a beer? Like, look. Um, I saw I saw a really good meme a friend of mine shared on Facebook and it was just like no it, 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 explaining consent to men is very very simple right like to paraphrase right so let's have a gay man hit on a straight man boom the straight man will immediately understand consent he will immediately understand what it's like to have someone come on to you when it's unwanted and the type of negative right right and so and so because because for men and I, I think you know to kind of um put the other side on it I guess like I had a big classic film kind of you know phase watching old movies and so when you watch movies like an American in Paris and shit like that you see uh, a, a schlup like an average everyday man chasing after this beautiful woman and what wears her down it's not his good looks it's not his money necessarily persistent. he's persistent thank you mm-hmm. he's persistent he shows up at her job he calls her mm-hmm. he keeps pestering her over and over and over again and at some point the woman realizes wow he really cares about me enough to screw me. I guess I'm in love now in the movie and they go out on a date and they have seven kids, right? But like Before I remember Instagram. I remember watching it again in like the modern like Aquarius age, like like a year or two ago. And I was like, "Holy shit, he he's stalking this poor woman." Like, yo. The whole premise of the movie is he's following her around and going to her job and going to her house and just showing up at places and shit and not taking no for an answer. That's really rapey and creepy. And so we we don't realize how rapey and creepy we're being half the time because a lot of this shit was just 
funneled into the to the ether, into the zeitgeist before we even got a chance to process right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And so when you take gender out of it, and unfortunately, we're self-centered, and so mm-hmm. the issue has to... Unfortunately, rape will, will never be rape? as important... <laughs> rape will never be as important as it should be um, as long as... A, the society is the way it is, and and with, and with the, uh, I should, I should say sexual assault, right? The whole umbrella, right? Mm-hmm. But Doesn't as long know. as as long as, and this and this is actually, pound the back for me, good segue. As long as um, sexual assault is like a woman's problem, mm-hmm. at, like 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 periods and the pink tax and all that stuff. As long as it's like a woman problem, I'm doing air quotes right now. It's never, it's never gonna be addressed. It's never gonna be, yeah, in the yeah. same way, in the same way that, by the way, I um, there, there needs to be an update. But I heard Elon Musk just helped out uh, in, in Flint. Flint. Yeah, yeah, really? He's, yeah. I was gonna make a Flint analogy. As long as Flint is a poor people's problem, nothing's gonna get done about that. As long as race relations is a minority problem, nothing is going to happen there. And so that kind of brings me to something else that I saw that was really nice. Um, There was a GoFundMe raise. I want to hear what you guys think about this. There was a GoFundMe raise. Uh, $100,000 was raised, and uh, there were 4,200 names I read in total. Uh, But from those 4,200 names, they pulled 1,600 of men who were willing to actively speak out against um, sexual violence and say wow. that they believe uh, Dr. Ford. And so, and so they were kind of modeling it after, and, and Miss Anita Hill. Um, and so they were saying the same thing. Um, they were modeling it after, um, after Anita Hill came out. Um, a bunch of sisters came out and... and they took and out an ad for yeah. the New York Times saying Same. that they stand behind her and they support her. Yeah. <clears throat> they also did 1,600 men for uh, for Dr. Christina Blase for, too. Yeah. This time, but wow. what you're talking about is different. Yeah, yeah, no, no. What I'm talking about is the same thing. Um, it, it was 1,600 men, yes. Mm-hmm. But they pulled those 1,600 names from a larger pool of 4,200 um, guys who had signed the petition overall. And so, um, I think, you know, with, I think this, this whole thing opened up at least this part of the issue with Terry Crews in my mind, mm-hmm. Terry Crews, um, visually, if you're looking at him, he's looking at him. Now. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like the image of masculinity, just right. like a tall black dude with just like way too much muscle. That's, that's right. like, that's like, he's like, he's like a Dragon Ball Z character or some shit. Right. One piece maybe. But, um, but like, but like, so he's like this big character and someone like him could be victimized. And so I think, I think that allowed us to kind of steer the conversation into a slightly different direction. Um, and so, so now we can get to, a, cause I feel like, all right, let, let's get dark. Let's get dark and let's get honest about, about some of the, some of the masculinity stuff going on here. Right. So I think a lot of it is. Um, like like Donald Trump says, um, you know, he says the most important thing uh, for a person to do is win, and that's like the the defining characteristic of you. All that matters is that you win. It doesn't matter how or when or whatever, as long as somehow you win in the end. That's all that matters. So so with this, you have this kind of mentality 
before <laughs> PTC pre uh, or BTC right before uh, Terry Crews, um, <laughs> where <laughs> where in the male's light guys where it was like sexual assault in any way, shape, or form is losing in in one way or another, and that's considered a weakness. Right. So. Even if it hasn't happened to me, I can't extend any kind of support in that way because people are going to say, oh, were you assaulted? Obviously not in those words, much crasser words. Uh, and and you have to go, no, 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 I'm not weak and uncool. No, 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 someone else is. And so it's just kind of like, I'm just saying, yeah, it's like yeah, like not wanting to stand next to the unpopular kid. Well, in class. one in six men do. Exactly. And that's what I'm getting, do right? Do get sexually assaulted in their lifetime. So it's not a weakness thing. It's just another way to suppress it and not talk about it. Yeah. It's another way to keep it under the surface and then let the status quo remain. And look at that. America is like the most violent, repressed country. <laughs> like, I wonder why. We produce. Yeah, because rape isn't about rape. It's not about sex. It's about power. That power dynamic. Yeah. He, that movie executive grabbed Terry Crews because in public, at an event in Hollywood, yeah. he goes, fuck it. He knows he can. Yeah. What's he going to do? He didn't think that Terry Crews would speak out because yeah. of what you just said. Yeah. But you know what? Good for you, Terry Crews. Yeah. You opened the door for very big things, and I'm proud of you. Yep. And I think that other men survivors should take note from that. It's not your fault, and you shouldn't be ashamed. Right. And don't yeah. let toxic masculinity eat away at you. And, yeah. a, and, and that's another thing, too, is that uh, the, the, those guys often, you know, have these wounds and they don't talk about it. So they just, it just gets bigger, gets bigger. It affects their relationship with other people, whether they don't yeah. have to, they don't even know how to have, most of them, that they don't address it, they don't find a way to heal. They don't know how to have a common, a decent conversation with other people without assuming a sexual role. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if they were violated at a certain, you know, let's just say if they were violated at nine, right? Mm -hmm. Or they were, or they were exposed to something that they were too young to be exposed to. When yeah. they reach adulthood, they still operate out of that realm. Mm -hmm. So then that's then unfortunately, if you have a child and she or he grows up to uh, be a successful adult and she wants to build a relationship with someone and. Have a long life. That's what life. happened with with Doctor Ford. Exactly. Where she felt yeah. like a part of the reason why she came forward was because she talks about it so much in the therapy, and there was an actual mm -hmm. legitimate impact in her life. So mm -hmm. the liberals paid off Doctor Ford, but they also paid off her therapist in 2012 mm -hmm. to write fake notes. They also paid the marriage counselor in their sessions to write fake notes about it. I mean, you could have interviewed the therapist. You could have interviewed the people who did the polygraph. These, right. they're, you know, but whatever. That's if the FBI is in a real investigation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to get too far off. But, but the thing is, mm -hmm. um, to get Men to the point, to get, right, right, to get to, the, to get to the other issue you brought up, I think you kind of brought something really interesting up. Like, I think um, these things have ripples that we don't understand, right? So I'm going to say something that just kind of came to me, semi-controversial, so I'm going to try to soften the blow with this example. Don't get fired. Yeah, right? So there's like there's like the, um, there's a stereotype with blacks not being in the home, right? But And there's like the outside stereotype. But then there's also the more nuanced inner struggles of uh, Jim Crow 
like a raisin in the sun, the struggle of being black in America, trying to make something of yourself in a country that doesn't really want you to succeed and goes out of its way so you don't succeed. And all of those struggles and the pains and certain um, coincidentally black neighborhoods being flooded with drugs and there's less opportunity, less uh, less money, but there's drugs everywhere, right? And so over-policing, over-sentencing, there's, there's, there's a million other subtle other issues that go along with just, so it's like the iceberg, like 90% of the iceberg is underwater. So that, that, that 10% of the iceberg above the water is black men not in the home. And that 90% under it is all of these other issues that are tied along to it, right? And so let's think, let's think about, hmm, what's, what's a community, what's a situation where young men were in America were systematically sexually assaulted? My mind immediately jumps to Catholicism, right? What's a, what's a group, what's a white ethnic group that is very Catholic? Let's say Irish, right? And so let's say, okay, so now let's let's keep going with the thought experiment, right? Mm-hmm. And so let's, like, I'm not saying it's the sole cause, but I'm saying how people self-medicate mm-hmm. with drugs and alcohol. Right, right, and right. so let's say we live in a culture where <laughs> you're an Irish male growing up in a certain time period and you're sexually assaulted in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and you have no one to talk to there's no one you can go to with these feelings. Who would you talk about with this stuff? Who's a man of God? Who's going to believe you, A? It's a similar context with women, right? Where you can't come forward. Who's going to believe you? Blah, blah, blah. And then because he's a man of God, there's this religious aspect, and you have to respect him. But there's this break. There's a split psychologically where someone I respect and look up to is doing this horrible thing to me. Maybe I deserve it. Stockholm stuff, right? And so... I, I could see how there's this kind of self-medicating streak there. And it's just like, um, I'm not trying to say that one is 100% correlated to the other, but it does right. make, maybe if we created um, an environment to where people who were unfairly abused could feel like I can talk about it and I can get justice for it, maybe a lot of the shit that's going on in the world that we think is, ah, that's just some stereotype. Like, there's a lot of things that we accept as they just are the way they are and maybe there's what i'm saying is maybe there's some shit going on under so maybe just above on that 10 percent of the surface you just see i that guy's just an angry drunk but maybe he's not just an angry drunk maybe that 90 percent under the surface is being systematically sexually assaulted for years and having these anger and these feelings and not having anything to do with it so you drank them down Right, I mean, of course, people always use drugs and alcohol to self medicate. Nobody, a happy person who's whole and complete inside, doesn't say, Oh, I want to go smoke and get addicted to heroin and I want to shoot up. Yeah, there's real pain in there that if you're willing to die every time you do something several times a day, you must really be suffering to cover up that hurt. And if there's nobody around and nobody cares, like you said. You're going to kill yourself off the bat or you're going to do it slowly over time through self-destruction, drugs, mm-hmm. drinking, Violence. fucked up relationships. MMA. Yeah. Yeah, and MMA. MMA. Yeah, right. Fucking like war machine. Yeah, it's to channel your rage into a healthy right. thing. Yeah, a choke someone way. out right and proper. <laughs> or you can learn self-defense. So if someone ever tries to come near you, 
you lay his ass down. Right, but or then, women, but then, because women do assault as well. Right, but at the same time, if I learned but, anything from World Star. Right, and and and, and go right. <laughs> <laughs> and so going 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 either way, right? But like with males, that's that's kind of that's kind of you know a place where that where that where that makes sense. Yeah, but like, we're really taught not to be really taught not to share our emotions especially we, as men yeah as men yeah we don't know if you even even in this culture i mean young women are easily given the barbie dolls and all the stuff how to be very sensitive and to be one with their emotions and men we're just taught to just be you know athletes yeah tough and strong be, be brave strong you know you gotta it, be tough it's a hard world. The world's tough. You gotta when, be tough and hard. And, and then when you're sexually violated, yeah, you and even when you're ten, you right? Know, so what are you gonna do but be tough and brave? Right. And if somebody violates you, now you're not gonna share that. You're gonna be like, oh fuck, I don't want to know I'm a pussy. Right. So then, so now you either one, uh, get into drugs or whatever, alcohol. Two, you start having multiple partners mm-hmm. to prove that you're not what that person took from you. Mm-hmm. You know. So you get into all these different extremes, and it's yeah, not fighting, fair. Yeah, ag- aggression, the psychological damage that that could really be done. It's it's crazy how we you know how we break things up. You we know? carry things with us for our lives, and when you're shaped by something like that, that yeah. stays with you, and it fucks other things up. Like I was reading statistics that. Uh, people who are sexually assaulted, they have higher health care costs, probably because of all the therapy and the medication right, they right, need. Right, right. And um, it's not only that when you don't handle your emotional things, it comes out physically. So if you are stuffing that down, that it's going to come out, you're going to get sick physically, mm, yeah. whether rage or anger or you get chronic fatigue or any other kind of autoimmune disease. Yeah. That's how you get sick. Disease is disease. Yeah, yeah. And it's not even... And it's not even... Uh, like hippie mumbo jumbo science is finding that there's a direct correlation between stress and illness, heart disease, etc. Right. It's um, the mind, body, and soul connection. You have yeah. to be, all three have to be in sync. If one is messed up or they're going to overcompensate, you're going to be sick in other ways. Yeah. And so this came up in her therapy because uh, she yeah. was renovating her home and she needed an extra door because she felt like she had to get out because she was assaulted. Why didn't she ask George Soros to pay for the door, huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah. You need a new door, huh? Why didn't you ask um, yeah, the a non Yeah, the thing they like to say is that the dates don't line up, but that's not true. She spoke about her assault in her own individual therapy and uh, then also in marriage counseling with her husband. Oh, shit. So she spoke about it more than once. Yeah. But Different you know therapist. what? I, they, I read something that said that the GOP didn't care if he assaulted her or not. Yeah. It wasn't even an issue for them. Yeah. They do not care about you women. It is time to wake up. Vote. Please register and vote. The midterms are important. We yeah. really need that pink wave. But uh, yeah. in addition to that, right. <laughs> in addition <laughs> to that, you have to really understand that there are women that, that they don't. They just don't have that. Uh, or and I don't want to say women. There are people who just don't want to be informed. And they just want to just follow... They just want to follow whatever wave that their pastor tells them to follow, whatever wave that their husband or their family follow, because it's just too much work. When when you don't... When you're trying to figure out um, ways to try to feed your family, when you're trying to find out ways to just 
try to have a better life for yourself. You know, politicians seem, politicians are just like rock stars to them. Like just people who, yeah. who don't really listen to me, but one day, yeah. one day yeah. I could be like them. So that's, why they, support, this guy thing. that's why they support Donald Trump. Cause it, or they support republic, they support certain financial. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump is how they see themselves in their own mind. Yes, because in, they're in the not future. there, but it's always a dot 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 yet yeah, because yeah. of their white. So they're supposed to because it's handed down to them because they feel that it's their country. So I have to do For this. Sure. So oh, I'm not there yet. Like oh, I'm living in an apartment, but I'm gonna have that house one day, For and sure. I'm gonna get into that class one day because this is America, right? It's supposed to be handed to me. I'm a white male. Yeah. It's trickle down economics. Trickle down economics that's doesn't what, exist. It's not a thing. Okay. But, but they sold it so well. Where mm-hmm. you know when you have industrial age thinking, you think, well, eventually this will land on my lap. Yeah, keep your mouth open, peasant. It's coming, and then right. it's pissed. You, you know? get the crumbs <laughs> off the table. Yeah, yeah. But but you, that's what we're fighting. And then you have millennials that are in that environment in North Dakota, Wyoming, mm-hmm. uh, are being told that, and they when they see their parents' farm go down, and they look at, they see that the man, man, what's that? What's that? well-known company that kills a lot of humans, Matas- Monsanto, Mon- Monsanto yeah. killing their, their family's legacy. Mm-hmm. And so they, so, so they, to them, it's, it's socialism. Oh, no, no, they don't even spell it right. But yeah, socialism. Socialism. That's causing their issues. And that's what the rock stars are telling them. That's what, that's what, yeah. that's, that's what they hear and that's what their pastors are telling them. Because It's sad, like, like, uh, to kind of, creatures. To kind of uh, bounce off of Maxine's point, there's uh, Maxine Waters <laughs> in in Black Klansmen. There's an archetype um, of oh, so in Black Klansmen, it was the Klan, obviously. And by the way, another white conservative group with no women allowed. But you know who made the suits for the Klan? The women. Yeah. The women made the goofy little outfits and the little, you know, little sheets and yeah, all the they little, were getting all their pillows the, and the their... designs and the little. The women made it, but they weren't allowed at the fucking meeting. And so there, which is come on, guys. And so um, there's there's this there's this kind of like archetype that plays out through the whole movie of the wife just being this kind of uh, empty-headed, dowdy kind of just longing for. Approval acceptance. and acceptance, and even though the husband obviously had no affection for her, she was overweight. He didn't find her attractive. He didn't look at her like a human being once. He kind of just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get the food, okay? Ah, right. He had, he had this agitated like, why aren't you Marilyn Mans, Marilyn Monroe? Wow. Yeah, right. Hey, you know, people like what they like. Don't judge, right? I'll throw King Shane. But, um, you know. Why aren't you Marilyn Manson? Yeah, right? He was mad that she wasn't, you know, the model at, the model of his dreams because he deserves that. Because he's a white male, so he should get the, the hottest and the this and the that and the most. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so he looked at her with disgust the whole time. But all she could do was fight and fight and fight for his approval. And I think, I think November's a good time. Even... Like, look, like, look, in, in any relationship, when you feel like you're taking for granted, it's always important to remind the other person that you're important and why you're important. So even, even if you aren't all the way liberal and maybe, maybe if you're not sold on all the, all the stuff and maybe you do think 
George Soros secretly funded the door. <laughs> and it's all made up, right? I don't know. Like, whatever. So if that's, if that's where you're at, at least in my mind, it would benefit you, it would behoove you to acknowledge that, like, you're being taken advantage of. You're being taken for granted. You're being forgotten in the sense that they think that you're always going to be there. And so in the same way with the Democratic Party, Democrats haven't done mo much for minorities in a while, <laughs> at least for um, ethnic minorities. Um, I mean, when's the last time Democrats did anything? Well, gay marriage. But Democrats haven't done anything <laughs> for ethnic minorities in a fucking while because they know they we're not going anywhere. Black people aren't going anywhere. The black party is get what? And, and, and go green? Where's where's the black community going? Yeah, right? Yeah. Where, you, you know, Hispanics are can be conservative sometimes and they kind of tend to skew Democrat, but there's a lot of Hispanic conservatives. And so I think those, it, right? And so like for a lot of ethnic groups, if you're, like, so black men are team Democrat, and so Democrats don't do shit for us. Republicans don't do shit for white women because they assume, well, your husband's going to vote for me. So I assume since you're empty-headed, you're going to vote for me because your husband voted for me, and you don't get a say. And so I think you should prove them wrong. I think you should prove to them that you can have your own opinions, and you, you know a slight when you see one. And if, if someone spits in your face, you... You don't just laugh it up. You are a human being with, with sentience. And you, you know, you have to, I don't know. Going off of something Wally said earlier about women and going with it and men, it's that it's ingrained in them to not speak up from yeah, the time so that they're so. young because of religion and because they're mm. women and because of the type of men that they're dealing with. Right. Women mm. are there, like you said, to humanize them. So they internalize everything. Mm. For, like, mm. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. They're they they take it in, and then what happens is that they don't want to, because it's not that they're empty-headed. It's that they've been taught their whole life that they cannot speak out against their brothers, their fathers. To be clear, I never said anyone's empty-headed. What I'm talking about is the perception, the way that you are being perceived is that you don't matter because Mister So and So is gonna vote for. For Chuck Grassley, so you, so so are you. But that's that's the, the assumption. They they are assuming that you aren't going to make up your own mind. They, they are taking you for granted, no, and you should take note of that. And but here's the thing: you you don't know if you're take you don't know if you're being taken advantage of if you're not even aware of it. So the problem is, is that it's not a what they're doing is that they understand the culture of that particular group because they know that the women are going to respond to their husbands or the male figures in their life like that. So. It's, so being empty, they don't know that they're empty. They don't even know that they're being perceived up there as if they're being empty. But that's what I'm they saying. They don't realize they're being handled. But that's what I'm and saying to you. So, so that's, that's exactly what I'm saying to you. The Blasey Ford, Dr. Yeah. Ford's testimony shows you they handled her. They said, okay, you can come on TV. You could say your bullshit. You, he, he even used the word exercise. But exercise. That ends the argument for me. He used the word exercise. They all knew from day one before they even invited her in that nothing this bitch says is going to matter. We don't care about her opinion, right? She's going to come in. She's going to say some stuff. We're going to go through the motions. We're going to hire some. We're going to hire a lady like from the '90s who just like just like her outfit and hair is like '94. She's she, she's going to do the thing. 
right? And then we're going to have our vote, and we're going to get what we want in the end. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, right? So, so to be clear, like, from day one, they don't value your opinion. And they were just like, let's just speed this along and get our guy in there so we can go back. That's why our president is saying it's a very, very scary time for young men right now Mm -hmm. and not young women who just saw that even if they come out and tell people in their lives that they were sexually assaulted, nobody's going to care. That is the message that women and young girls and young boys and men take away from this, is that if you're sexually assaulted, oh, big deal, No, swipe it under, no one cares, no one's going to do anything. Your rape kit is going to sit in that warehouse until statute limitations are up, and you have to relive your trauma for everybody. And that's yeah. why this has to come to the surface and change. Yeah, because that Venus retrograde. So. Seriously, Venus is in retrograde, so women, you should be pissed. This is yeah. your chance to do something. Let's do something. Change it. Yeah. Not, Honest, not, yeah. not all women. Um, because I will say this, is that not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. And you have to also respect the fact that some of these women that are being targeted as being airhead, right, that they're just going to follow their, follow their husbands or whoever, uh, it's because they realize that they don't have the same value as a Maxine Waters or as a Hillary Clinton. So what you have to do is try to understand what, do they value? What is something that really that's near and dear to their hearts and then introduce it and then I just say, well, listen, if you come on our side, we can shine a light on that. What's more important than like Roe versus Wade, reproductive rights, civil rights act? These are these are like these are the big issues. These are the big, are bigger issues. There, there aren't bigger issues than so like we, whether we, or not you can get abortion. Well, we've like, been privileged enough to to dissect that. So there you have to you went to Mississippi. You went to down south, and you've seen these people the are culture. from Mississippi. These are red states. You've seen. I'm backwards. Remember that guy? Yeah. They're proud of that. They, in the yeah, south. And that's that they their own pride. That. That's, that's why they look down on the north. Because oh, you're so uppity. That's, and who do you think you you're are? Slicker. You guys are misunderstanding my point. I'm not. I'm aware of that. I'm saying that these are the changes necessary. Like I'm saying, like. I think that these are the changes that need to happen for us to get to a better place. For, for women's issues to matter more, mm-hmm. you have to show them that you matter. You have to show them, you have to show the Republican Party that if you don't stand up for women's rights and reproductive rights, we'll go Democrat, and you can't win without us. Mm-hmm. So you have, to, you have to demonstrate your value here, like Dennis, in this political sense, right? D, demonstrate value. You have to show that. Because the Republican de- women Democrats, or Democratic women? Republican women. So the Republican, Re- Republican women, women are being taken advantage of because where are you going? Which Republican one? The woman that's highly educated and wants to be an entrepreneur or the one that just Republican women. Republican. Just overall, your Republican. vote. Use your vote. Yeah. That's your voice. You don't have to tell anybody. If you're married right. to a Trump supporter and everyone in your family is in a Trump supporter and you're living in the middle of Kentucky and you only have one Planned Parenthood, but that's not for you anyway, I understand you're allowed to have your beliefs, but vote for you, the interest of yourself but and for not your for daughter. the men in your family. I don't think it's that easy for those type of It's women. not at all because it's literally ingrained from the time they are children. And, it, it, and you have to... You have I mean, to get out of it I, to see it. I think that there are some... They're like in business. You're not going to have everybody as your customer. And I think that it's just a waste of time just trying to just say, well, we got to get all these women included. I just think you just have to focus on the ones that are more likely to be your... Un- that are more likely... That are going to do a much better job understanding your message, because you could you could talk about the Roe v. Wade 
<laughs> not D-Wing. We love you, Miami. <laughs> but, but, um, but there are going to be some people that are just not going to fuck with you. Just like that one lady who was like, Barack Obama is a Muslim. He's a terrorist. Nobody will ever tell me different. Do I have proof? No. Do I have articles? No. But your mind is made up without any information. My mind oh, is made Obama up. Obama is this, she's that, and there's nothing that's going to change my mind yeah. to whatever. With that type of woman, you say, all right, no problem, sister. God bless you. I will see you. <laughs> yeah. Here's see you. difference on that, though. Uh, uh, well, two things I'd like to point out. I think that's one thing that Democrats do too much and liberals do too much. We get too much in the echo chamber. We get too much preaching to the choir. It's liberals convincing other liberals that liberal causes are right. It's like, yeah, we know. We all voted for Obama. Yay, high five, right? That's what, Liberals, we need to take our message to independents, to conservatives. We are not going to win every election by just getting just Democrats. We have to reach people in the middle and people on the right. It's my first point. The second point is, mm -hmm. this is different from Obama because no one's telling you that you have to be a tax and spend liberal now. No one says that, that you have to vote for Democrats for the rest of your life. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is your power as a political block is being undermined, undermined by the fact, undercut by the fact that they don't respect you. They don't respect you as an autonomous person. They assume that you're going to do whatever your husband tells you to do, and you're going to shut up, and you're going to like it. And so what you should do is show them that you're an intelligent person who knows how to make up her own mind and can make up, make up her own decisions. You can go back to voting conservative after this. It's This is not about me registering Democrats to vote. I just think that this election is very important. And if I were a white woman watching the Dr. Ford testimony, I would see myself up there being torn apart by Republicans who talk about all this tough guy shit, but they, they weren't even you know tough enough or man enough or whatever to speak to her directly because they know that the they can't, they know that they, the optics, but it's worse than that. Why are the optics bad? Why, why was it that, that the Democrats weren't scared of the optics? Republicans were scared of the optics because they knew they had to go after her, and they also knew that they couldn't go after her and be respectful. Exactly. They, they knew, didn't want their true selves to be revealed. They knew that if, they, if, if Senator Grassley or if, if um, Lindsey Graham got into a one-on-one -on -one going, you saw it. Lindsey Graham banging the table. This is an outrage. And he got that. He got that bass in his voice and shit. He apologized to right. Oh, and, and Dr. Ford and her family or whatever. Right? And so, and so you saw the passion and the anger and the rah come out of him. So, so that right there shows, look, whether or not you believe her, there's that. There's Trump. Saying he grabs women by the pussy whenever he wants because he can. Because oh, he's he a can, celebrity. And they he's love a star. it. And the no, they don't. The you can't say anything because you're a man you? in power. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, you're Donald end, Trump. You know, I would. You know, I and, would. And now you're president. God. I would. I would love to see him go back and repeat that statement to like a gathering of sexual assault survivors. Well, I mean, he like literally that. mocked. 
Dr. Ford at one of his pro-Trump rallies. Come Why on. is the president having rallies? Chill. You got elected. Yeah, it's been two years. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a little social. So that's what he does. He goes out there and feeds his ego, and he made fun of her. And that's exactly yeah. That's exactly why she didn't want to come forward. Yeah. She was watching the shortlist. There were judges who had the same exact qualifications as Brett, but he didn't. They didn't get nominated. He did because he got groomed, and they knew that if they chose him, he's going to go along with their propaganda and their agenda. Yeah. All I'm saying is that if you are an educated woman in America looking to build a legacy for your family, looking to looking to be an example in your community, having young, uh, being great mentor to other young women, to, in, to inspire to be one of the successful uh, um, entrepreneurs in this great capitalistic world, you really have to pay attention to this election because what you witness is that even with Dr. In front of your name, you could yeah. still be looked Two at masters exactly. and a doctor. You could be you could be looked at as a girl who got grew up in a household with drug oh, addictive. Oh, she's all mixed up. I think she's all mixed up. up, and it's because she's going through therapy. You know, you're gonna use utilize that as like a way to say that she's been bad shit crazy. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, I just think well, most that therapists she's in therapists. therapy because she got assaulted as a teenager. And sure. when you're in the psychology field and you're working as a therapist, yeah. you're legally uh, you have to be in therapy. Yeah, right, right. You, right, if you're right. a therapist, you're in therapy. It's the yeah. law. Yeah, yeah. Try explaining transference to like these people, right? But I, I, that's I, the key, though. Yeah, you but don't but that. but I think something else is important about the point you made is. I don't think it's simply a matter of being an educated woman versus not. I don't think you need to be a college-educated, you know, bleeding-heart liberal to know, right from, to know right from wrong, to have common sense. I don't think I it's... I know, but I, I, I don't think it's... Because, I, again, I don't, I don't think we should only appeal to one block. I think, I think Democrats have been too small of a tent for too long. I think Democratic issues are largely common sense issues. Should your daughter feel safe walking home from soccer practice at night? These are simple common sense issues, right? And if God forbid something happens to her, do you want the do you want the person who assaulted her to be brought to justice swiftly? But you're assuming that young older There isn't women, a mother hold on, hold on. Yeah. You're assuming that older women are sympathetic to younger women when it comes to Rape, don't be sympathetic to younger. Be sympathetic to your children. Your be sympathetic children. to people how, in your family. How many Put, times have you heard of family members, young women and family members, yelling at their mothers for denying that their their that their mom's boyfriend raped them and they didn't mm-hmm. believe him? You know, you you just gotta you just gotta realize that these are the realities where just because you're a woman and you are in the same household that they get you. It's not gonna happen. There's a huge generation gap. And the reason why I, I believe that it's the young, educated women that are going to change the ways is that more, the highest college graduating class are from women. Yeah. So they're the ones that are eventually going to be, they're, they're, gonna, they're the ones that are going to crack the ceiling as like, you know, I'm not just going to be at one job for 25 years. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have a side business. I'm going to get into other rooms and connect with other people who happen to be white males who are probably going to be turned on by my attractiveness and try to you know what I'm saying? But the th- I agree with Wally because 
it w- it's a generational thing. It's so ingrained in those women, especially sure. over 40, yeah. that you don't do anything. It was, you were allowed, if you were married, your husband was allowed to rape you legally. It's you, not rape because we're married. Exactly. The, the husband idea. was allowed to hold you down and get on top of you and say, I'm doing this, you're my wife, and you can't do anything about it. That is those generation of women. It's yeah. in them because they are also victims. You know, and so they had nothing to do with that and nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. So you internalize it, and that's internalized misogyny. But but here's the thing, and and here's the thing. Here's where I, it's funny. I'm actually on this issue more optimistic than you guys, and I'm surprised by this because, you know, we were talking about how um, the Kavanaugh hearings, and I'm seeing it a lot on my timeline, is bringing out a lot of feelings and a lot of people and a lot of women who had horrible things happened to them and pushed it down and try to pretend that it never happened. A lot of them are having it come up. And I, I have faith. I have faith that a lot of people are going to come through. It, people who haven't come through before and said, okay, I've seen this enough times. I've seen it play out in enough times that, you know, maybe it doesn't change the world. Maybe every Republican woman doesn't vote Democrat. But maybe enough Republican women get angry enough that they vote their conscience when they wouldn't have otherwise. That's, that's, that, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that these people suddenly become Democrats and then they change their whole way of life and they change their attitude. There are good and bad people in, in, in every demographic. I but, think you're right. You should but, vote with your conscience. But here's, yeah, here's my thing. You can be a registered Republican and be, and be really fucking angry at your party. And say, what the fuck are you guys doing? Hold them accountable. That hearing was a fucking sham and a fucking joke. And I'm going to show you how pissed off, like those two women who, who called Jeff Flake out. You don't know if they were Democrats or Republicans. They didn't say, hi, I'm a Democrat and I'm going to get in your face. They were two women who were fucking angry. And they saw the civil rights movement wouldn't have happened if there weren't people who were fucking angry enough to do something about it. And I think that with women's rights issues, I'm sorry, there is no knight in shining army. Men, we're not going to come help. I'm sorry. We suck. We're not coming. Men there do is, suck. We, there is no Calvary. There is no... Com- we're not coming to, to save the day here. I think it's it's going to... Women are going ha- to... We have to be our you. own knight in shining armor. We, we have to save ourselves. Women have to get fucking angry enough. Get informed. Get political. Talk about it. I'm yeah. sick of it... It's so rude to talk politics. Yeah, fuck Guess what? what? People the, are dying. In this age, in this era, it's not just politics anymore. It's your life view. It's okay if you're a Trump. If you're behind Trump in this day and age, that's saying I'm okay with brown kids being taken away from their mothers and their parents because they're seeking asylum and putting them in tent cities all over America. I'm okay with women and little boys and girls being raped and sexually assaulted. Your voice doesn't matter. Nothing. Do you understand the message? Bullying is on the rise because of Donald Trump within schools. I saw an article where this guy at high school, he called fucking ICE on one of his Spanish uh, classmates, and he tried to get him deported because he knew that he was an undocumented citizen. It's not just politics anymore. It's more, where are your morals? Where's your conscience? Use your own brain. Even if you're a liberal, a Democrat, an independent, you're part of the Tea Party, I don't give a fuck. Think for yourself. One thing I will say about that Please. real quick. That's a very good point. I, you know, just just from teaching, I, you know, uh, I, like, so in teaching you're around the children, you're around the parents, and sometimes you can kind of see 
you know, the parents' attitude and the kids' attitude and where those things kind of intersect and where they don't. And so I remember teaching during the height of the protests and people were talking about the child separation policy. The one thing that was across the board, and some parents, you can obviously tell from talking to them for five minutes, some, some, some of the women, some of the mothers were more conservative than, than others. Over the years, you've talked about different political issues. The one thing that I saw every... Now, I do this on purpose. Like, I'll maybe throw out a joke or a comment about what's going on to kind of see what happens. Every single mother, no matter how conservative she was, was heartbroken and disturbed by the child separation policy. I didn't see, I, I didn't see a, I didn't, I, I never heard in passing or anything, even anecdotally or anything. I've never heard a single woman make a joke about that. That's something that I feel like women, obviously being better at empathizing, I guess, really kind of understand and understand, like um, respect the importance of that. And so what I'm saying is you don't have to be a liberal and vote for Bernie Sanders from now on. All you have to do is think that's fucking wrong. And someone should do something about that. Someone should say something. That someone is you. Do you want to be on the wrong side of history? When you look back and your children and your grandchildren and you think and look in the history books, if they're written correctly, at this rate, they're not going to be. They're already not. Yeah, McGraw-Hill. Where are you going to say that you were with for Brett and you were behind Donald Trump and you were okay with supporting this? Can you be okay with yourself with that? If you can, you seriously have a lot of soul-searching to do. I think and, a lot of the reasons, yeah. to tie in that history, I feel as if um, not too many people understand the, uh, the uh, woman American history in this country. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, we had, if we had like a movie that was very similar to Black Panther, but it tied in Susan B. Anthony, oh. that would right. be something that would give a lot of... Hello, Come on, movie. Marvel, let's get on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who knows, maybe Captain about, Marvel? Maybe, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, right? Maybe Marvel can buy Wonder Woman <laughs> from DC and make a better one. And yeah, make her really. great again. Yeah, yeah, make Wonder Woman great again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind Wonder Woman. But yeah, really. But, but you know what? But you know what? This is an interesting... It's, it's in the courts, and to kind of push the conversation forward, I think something else that we should really focus on, I think, aside from the fact that liberals and Democrats should really think about expanding the brand beyond just Democrats and opening up the gates a bit more. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, uh, yeah, I think that we should really pay more attention to the courts. Mm -hmm. We should pay more attention to to the small stuff, to the finer details. And I'm seeing a lot of people push this issue, and I think we should push it as well. The more we get it out there, the better. Um, we need to be careful um, about about like how power is distributed in this country, mm-hmm. and we're not paying enough attention to the electoral college. We're winning on the the culture wars. We're winning on the social wars. Mm-hmm. We're winning on the hashtag wars. But when it comes to like political bread and butter stuff like Supreme Court justices, federal judges, um, governors, right? We're so focused on senators and stuff. We don't think about state elections and governors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're just really losing there. And so I just, I just really hope that we, in the future, focus a bit more on that. And I hope 
women can help us organize. The pink right? wave. Oh, by the way, something else we haven't mentioned. A record number of women are running for uh, Congress this yes. year. And so we're already kind of seeing the first kind of like influx of that giant purple tsunami that's coming. A purple. Pink. Pink. Yes. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Purple, pink. They're all girl colors, right? It's royal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Yeah, right. Purple's a yeah. I'm not sure if purple's a girl color. No, I was joking. Yeah. I was joking. Purple's not. Yeah. No, well, purple, purple is a royal is color. Yeah. So blue being guys and red being ladies. Yeah, but how? Yeah. I mean, colors how? shouldn't be yeah. gendered because back in the day, uh-huh. little boys used to wear pink. But there was salmon. That wasn't pink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that salmon represented their masculinity. For sure. For sure. It makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah, that little cuddly baby. You know why? Because they're trying to send the message that you should always be in the pink, boy. And woo! <laughs> <laughs> Never stop partying! Right, I to- totally cabin off. Yeah, you love no. beer. Horrible, man. Yo, we gotta, we gotta adjust this dude. That's a fuck. That's in the Urban Dictionary. Man. Yeah, it's man. It's in forever. That's, that's ever, pretty forever, crazy. Ever. That's but, pretty crazy. But but to yes, be fair, totally if we had Instagram in the 90s, there would have been a there would have been a Thomas. Yeah. Or oh, totally Thomas. You know, to Thomas, someone would probably be like sprinkled pubes on. Uh, you know. uh, well, there was the Santorum. Oh, right. Yeah, Santorum, man. Santorum, what's that? Yeah, so uh, Santorum is the disgusting, mucky. Was it? It's, Why it's did semen. I ask that yeah, it's like no. a big giant. Yeah, it's. Okay. Well, because Rick Santorum uh, came out. And said something horrible about the about the gay community. Yeah, he's right. I think he compared it to, to like bestiality or something. Oh wow! He, yeah, and fun with that guy. Yeah, right. And he, yeah, well, they did. So that's why Urban Dictionary. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, but 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 that goes to show how Republicans are always on the wrong side of the culture wars, but they still turn out the vote and they still get those old fossils to come in. And and vote conservatives and comptroller and random fucking because because we don't give a shit about that. Like I remember having a conversation about a uh, uh, with a friend who had just voted and we were kind of joking and he was talking about how yeah like I voted for Obama and there were all these other weird names of people I didn't fucking know. So yeah, I went down the thing and voted D, voted blue or whatever. But like, but it's like we're not even aware of who's on the ballot if it's not, like, the fucking president right. or maybe a senator or two. Mm-hmm. And so, again, to piggyback off of uh, Maxine's point, like, I get it for a long time in the past. Like, So, look, last thing I'll say on this is our social contract is changing. We're changing the way we look at race very slowly, very, very slowly, we're transracial. We're right. we're slowly in the process now of changing the way we approach gender and and sex. We should also change the way we approach. I mean, we already had conversation conversations about religion. I mean, we're not nearly the religious cult country we were ten years ago. Which you is know? part of the problem. <laughs> oh God! Don't even get me started. And so, like, I remember words like being like. 
not being religious and kind of talking about that was this kind of like a weird taboo thing. Mm. Now I have my, now I have students telling me, nah, we don't really believe in that stuff. We do Christmas, but I don't really, like that casually, just like, yeah, I don't really believe in God or Jesus. No, I remember or, that. If you told anyone you were an atheist 10 years ago, they'd oh my gasp God. at you and do the sign of the cross and pray for your soul. Yeah, right, they'd tar, tar and feather you, but now it's just nothing. So I think we really need to re-examine the idea of politics being unsavory, <laughs> and that is unbecoming conversation. That's just what the status quo says to keep the status quo in power. Yeah, yeah. Because of yeah. course they're going to deem it rude. We're talking about you. Yeah. Yes, you. Yeah, you're the you're the center of the conversation. Yes, you're you, the, tall white male. That is you. We are talking about. It's it's tough, you know. And if you're short. And white. I'm sorry, but you're still a white male, you so go. you still get the privilege. And I'm you a white woman, and I have that privilege. But you know what? I also got my wake-up call. But, sure. but, but, you know, like, without getting, like, like I don't think we want to get, you know. No, I'm just taking on the role of the angry feminist for yeah. all the women around the country this week. Oh, uh, yeah. So sure. I am okay with being an angry feminist because wow. there are so many hundreds of thousands of millions of women who are hurting right now and suffering. You don't understand. If you haven't been through a trauma like this, these women are triggered. And if your timeline has gone silent by women who usually post, it's because they're self they're taking care of themselves. They're in bed. They're wrapped up with a blanket. They are self-caring right now. Or if you see another thing, the other opposite, a woman posting all these memes because she's pissed off and angry, she's also dealing and processing with it. And yeah. you're going to have to deal with it. Sorry. It's it's a it's an interesting dynamic, right? It, it, it's um, similar, I guess you could say, to race relations where it's like... Very much like... There's, there's this pain and this frustration... And you want to discuss it, but A, it's never the right time to discuss it, mm -hmm. and B, you have to be very, very, very careful and delicate. Oh, you don't want to ruin Not, his reputation. You don't want to, no, but e even worse, you want to hurt their feelings. Yeah. God forbid, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, Brock is a rapist, but you don't want to hurt his feelings by calling him a racist. Rapist, sorry, right? Right? Mm -hmm. And so we have Same this thing. weird, yeah. They like probably coincide. I yeah, mean. <laughs> the same type of person, right? I'm sorry. Lack of empathy, right? But it, but it's like we have to have these conversations with this undue deference and respect to the victimizer in this situation. And so it's tough because you're trying, in one sense, you're trying to get the other side to see where you're coming from because it's not about beating up the other side in my mind. It's about getting the other side to kind of see our point of view and see why they're looking at, or, or see how, you know, your opinion can be amended. It's not that you have to be a Democrat. It's not that you have to come all the way to our side. But maybe, maybe uh, uh, the, the times have kind of spun out of control, and it's tribalistic, team Democrat, team Republican. And maybe you were rooting go, go, go for your team a little too hard. And maybe things got a little bit out of hand, and we should kind of reel it back in. And maybe there, we can maybe take two or step, maybe like we all just kind of take two paces towards the center, right? <laughs> and take a deep breath, right? And so maybe this can be a time for us to realize, okay, we've been going really hard at the team Democrat, team Republican thing. Let's draw it back in. Let's kind of take a deep breath and realize where we are right Come now. from love and find a common ground. Right, right. And so, yeah. And so I don't, I, I don't want it to be too much about attacking 
right? More or less about, hey, look, I understand. Look, like when it's when it's mid-season, right, and you get caught up in your team, you know, sometimes you get a little carried away, right? But it's but it's time to come back home. Time to come back to common sense. It's not about Democrat Republican. This is like basic basic human decency shit now, right? And whether or not you believe this woman, the way people are attacking her and sending death threats and offering to kill her and shit like that over this, we're getting a little carried away, right? And so let's 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 think about this. They're getting carried away. Maybe we're in the darkest timeline because it has to be. Yeah. All the shit has to get brought up before we can go it out, sort through it, and get to the light. We never talked about racism seriously on the news before Trump. Never, 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 never on CNN. And there Obama would be was always accused of being racist because he didn't even address it. Right. They wanted him right. To right. And so and so it's like before Trump, politicians were never called racist. You can never say that what a politician said was racist. All the shit that that happened in the Bush years. If you would imply that George Bush uh, Jr. was a racist, you were a terrible fucking person, and how dare you? We have to stand behind him. We were attacked, right? Yeah, and cops never had to deal with right? any accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think you guys are right. I think it's just about a time where uh, we're just, we need to be in that space to realize where we are, and then try to figure out a way to rebound, to get the rebound like Matumbo, throw a nice outlet pass to, to the right audience who is going to support yeah. our agenda for the 2020, the 2019. Well, yeah, 2020, right? Yeah, um, so, yeah and, but more important than 2020 is 2018, right? These midterms, right? Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. And so, I mean, especially if you're in a battleground state, if you're in, like, Ohio, like, Get, get in line now, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and just kind of wait for November to swing around. But one thing I do like about this experience, though, is that um, we're going to have, even even if we don't have the, the uh, political power to really uh, get the right justice on our side, justice, uh, Supreme Court, whatever, remember, or have the right um, politician or on our side, we can always move to a North Dakota. I hear there's two of them. I don't know if that's true though. (laughs) Yeah, two articles, and we could balance out. We could, we could, we could balance out this electoral vote thing because it doesn't seem like it's gonna change. Like everybody keep on protesting that. Oh, we need to get abolish the electoral vote, brother. That's not gonna happen. Sister, that's not gonna go down. What you need to do is start reevaluating where you're living. And because that everybody's so financially fucked up, this is a great Mm -hmm. time to leave. Jersey, New York, um, right? Liberal bastions. Now. I don't volunteer. I don't volunteer myself for that role, but there's. I volunteer you as tribute. Yeah, right. There's definitely, <laughs> but but I mean, but but like you know, it's it's again back to the kind of culture war kind of thing. Yeah, we'll know? talk about that. In part I two. don't know. I, I don't. You know, it's. I don't know how that. I don't know how that gets resolved, right? And what do you tell us, people? Tell yeah. us on uh, MXD podcast, right? Twitter, Instagram iTunes, yes, we're on iTunes now. That's um, right. Uh, so uh, let us know what you think. Um, if you need a safe space to express your opinions, your thoughts about this, we'll be more than happy to share your thoughts on the next episode. Email us at mxdpodcast.gmail. Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. And 
it's a great way to kind of continue this conversation and get yes. more viewpoints. Because, I mean, like, on a last point about this, mm-hmm. about caveman and shit, um, uh, Maxine made a point, and I had, like, a realization, like, halfway, like, mid-sentence. She was like, oh, well, you know, back back in the day, you know, husband, husbands could just rape their wives, and they had to take it. I remember that that there was a time a couple of years ago where I didn't even realize that was rape. Like, like I had to read and like I saw an article years ago that was like you know married couple blah 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 and explained that same dynamic. It's so in the culture that I had to sit down and read the article and be like, yeah, because it's kind of implied. You're married. You're the man. She's the woman. She gives you six, right? Because, because, like, because, like, what's the biggest running joke, right? What's the biggest running conversation? And I had a student say that once, and I had to kind of like challenge him a little bit in his wording, right? It was like talking about loneliness, feeling sad, and then just being like, "I want a girlfriend." After that, and I was just like, "She's not like a chia pet. She's not just something that's around to cheer you up and make you feel good." But that. But him saying that, him being like half my age and, and not getting his wake-up call on that yet and me trying to challenge him and realize like there's so, so much of what's... And to kind of give some, to give some leeway, if, if, there's, if there's any white males still listening, God bless. You're one of the good ones, right? But <laughs> if you're still in there, God bless. But like seriously, like... Um, to kind of give some leeway to that. So much of it is just just baked into the culture and you don't even realize there's something wrong with it. But but it's up to us as individuals. Because I could have saw that article and went, ah, liberals rolled my eyes and kept scrolling. It was up to me to kind of stop and to at least try to understand a viewpoint that's currently different from mine. And then once I read it, I was like, yo, this only makes all the sense in the world, but some thoughts you don't challenge because you don't know to challenge them. And I think that this is a good time to, to take that up and to embrace that. And that's, that was the point that I was trying to kick in when when we talked about the whole rape culture. But um, it's like, as a parent, what I'm learning is that uh, how I'm, well, what I'm teaching Halo, you know, at, at two is not going to be relevant when she's 20. Right. So I just have to, I pay attention to what how the world is responding to women, especially women of color, and then so that I don't set her up to be like, well, well, I'm supposed to. Why would they do? No, in in order to create responsible, productive, respected citizen in this country, I have to really be mindful of the people that are in power today to be sure that they don't ruin her American dream. So it's important for us to be mindful of, of the decisions that we're making and who we're voting for today. Don't, if you're a Republican and you just don't like to hear liberals talk about, oh, fucking Priuses and all that shit, that's, that's cute. But when you're voting in people who, who say, well, you know, she had a beer, she came through, and what if that was your daughter that ran to you crying that some future potential Supreme Court guy uh, did this to her. Are you just going to blame her? 
you know? And to think you're you're a parent. Right. You busted your ass to put your children in privileged communities. And to know that in that same community they're violated. They're, they're, you might as well you might as well been in the hood. If you know right. that if if you know that even if you're gonna move into that space that your daughter would still be unsafe or your son would be unsafe. Right. I've talked to so many I've talked to people of color who moved to communities where there's not so much color and when they get pulled over by cops i'm like what did you expect yeah you know what i mean so i say all this to say that we can do better and i believe that you know a change is coming because it's inevitable the math doesn't lie uh people are people of the kids that you see mm. that you're engaged with they they don't see just one america they just see globalization as their real reality so yeah. They're going to take influence from other cultures, and hey, sooner or later, you'll just have what you'll have. I think that everybody is learning and growing, and that this is all a teaching moment, so just yeah. learn from it and grow. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that's the one thing that we can get better at. We're a little defensive. We, we, re- we retreat to our corners, and we don't want to learn new things. Mm-hmm. We don't want to grow. And I get it. Life is complicated, and it's confusing, and... You know, you don't know what to do, but I mean, you have to, like, like you were saying, the things that are relevant now aren't relevant. Like, Halo was essentially born into a world of gay marriage. That's never been yeah. a thing for her. Like, like, like the back and forth, mm-hmm. that, that was just an assumed God-given right for her entire life, hopefully, as far mm-hmm. as, right? So a black president. Right, yeah. right. So, right. So she was born into a world where, yeah, it was a black, black president for eight years. So what? You know, like it's not, what's the big deal? And so, I mean, culture and values are going to change for sure every decade or so. Yeah. But but at the speed things are moving now, I mean, you know, so it, it's, you know, I think the only way to ensure that you, like, um, uh, Sarah Silverman was saying, you're talking about comedy. Oh, she's cool. I like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, I was watching... Uh, uh, Maxine and I were watching this comedy special <laughs> on Hulu. You mean the producer? Yeah. Uh, the producer found a good series. Uh, it's uh, produced by CNN on Hulu if you're interested. Yeah, and so Sarah Silverman mm-hmm. kind of talked about the young um, and how, like, the young are the future. They're the people who are going to set the rules for the next generation. Mm-hmm. And so one of the best ways to kind of stay on the right side and to keep growing is to kind of be mindful of the young and where they are on social issues. And don't be resistant to change. You know, a flower doesn't, you know, it's get cheesy, but a flower doesn't grow if it's resistant to change. It has to be willing and brave enough to open up, right? To, you know. Change is hard, but it's necessary. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there you have it, y'all. We just, this was our, um, our moment to express how we feel about this old Kavanaugh shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hopefully the Republic is still running by the time we launch the next episode. So fingers crossed. Fingers. And one of those weird Trump. Oh, oh let's say this before we go off. <laughs> uh, those 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 weird Trump phone beeps. The fuck. Your alerts. Yeah, my yeah. alert. Yeah, Your yeah. Presidential yeah. alert. Yeah, right. So Trump let's let's keep a lookout for that for any type of weird type of like. I think I'm a sudden national emergency. Yeah. Martial law. Harvey. Yeah, right. Kind of weird. I can see the wave, a tsunami coming through. Ex- extinction shit. And then Yo, guys, listen. Yeah. Last week, <laughs> I would like. Let's give these two a round of applause. Uh, a round of applause.
who took bets. So you guys, <laughs> they, they gave it a 98. Ryan yeah. Tomatoes. 98, 99. Great film. Yeah, Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the best movies. Best movies all the time. But we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening for one hour and 20 minutes. See you next week. Be good to yourselves. And each other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and remember, nigga, no me. <laughs> Serious.